Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Welcome to a new edition of the Cards Cast. A lot to cover here. Louisville going, Louisville football going down to Tallahassee to begin ACC play against the Seminoles who are obviously struggling at 0-3. Louisville looking for its third straight win. But before we talk a little gridiron, let's do some recapping on what happened out at Churchill Downs on Saturday night. The Louisville Live, what a festivity. I'm Cardinal Authority senior writer Michael McCammon, joined by publisher Jody Demling. And Jody, let's let's start with, uh, with Louisville Live. We've been talking to a lot of the recruits on getting their reaction as well. You and I were both out there, and it was just – I mean, from the sunset to, you know, the floor to 20,000 people. I mean, what a wonderful night that was. Yeah, it was awesome. And I'll tell you this. I, uh, we've talked to a lot of recruits, and I think the best we'll, – the story will be posted tonight at some point. But the best compliment I think that Louisville could have gotten and the best reaction uh, came from Laurent Rice, who said it was like a college game day atmosphere. And I never right. really thought about it that way. But, but that's, that's kind of how it is. It was. I mean, it was like college game day was in town, and uh, they did it at Churchill Downs, and you were getting ready for, for a big game. It was just a different thing. Nobody else in the country can do, can do an event quite like that. Now, people can do their own, and they can do different things. And obviously, you know, I mean, I mean everybody's going to think their event is great and all that. But people can't – they can't do that where – you just you're under the twins fires. You've got all the atmosphere that's already there from night racing. You mix it in with your atmosphere. It was it was just a hit all around. I'm excited to see if I if if they decide to go back there, some of the changes that they can make because just being there and going through it, I, I'm not a marketing guy, but I know changes that I would make that would make it probably better. And uh, and and I just think that it would be a very cool event if you could do it again there one more time. And I think, like I said, I think you could really touch things up and make it awesome. Yeah. You know, my fingers are crossed and I'm not going to wood that it will return uh, there next year. I mean, there's been nothing from the fans, recruits, you know, anybody you talk to, I mean, just glowing reviews, folks at Churchill Downs on on the event. So, um, and obviously greatly attended by by the card nation. I mean, they were loud, they were cheering, the three-point shooting contests were, were fun. You know, L. Ellis winning the dunk contest was, you know, was a pretty amazing dunk, actually. You had Angel McCautry and Montrez Harrell, you know, Reese Gaines, the 86 champions in the house. Danny Crum was there. I mean, it was just, you know, it was one of those star-studded nights for Louisville basketball, you know, the bright lights and, and everything. And But, yeah, it, I mean, obviously a big portion of that, I mean, it's part of the purpose is obviously to kind of debut the new team so the fans can see them for the first time in a, in a fun little, you know, atmosphere. Uh, but a big portion of it is also geared towards recruiting. Um, and like you said, you know, we've heard some positive 
uh, feedback as well. I mean, there was a, you know, it, it was almost a star-studded it were recruiting night for Louisville. I mean, they had, you know, for Louisville basketball, really had a lot of the top guys, you know, uh, in the 23 class, you know, those local prospects were here. They had guys from the West Coast. Obviously, Rodney Rice uh, was in. I mean, it was just, you know, Chris Mack and his staff, you know, had to have loved the outcome of that. Yeah, and I, and I think it's more, it is, it's, it's honestly more for recruiting than anything. Look, I think we'll hear in the next, uh, in the next week or so, um, that there will be a red-white scrimmage or a red-white, whatever you want to call it, exhibition. I guess they're scrimmages now. Um, so, so that will be the introduction for the fans to, to the team. Um, you know, they have two exhibition games and all that kind of good stuff. This was all about recruiting. This is all about recruiting. And, and it's, what the, it's what the staff – it's what a staff has to do. It's what a, you know, a program has to do if you want to compete – you got to have an event like this, and uh, it was it was so very cool uh, for them to uh, to put this thing on. I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited to see what will uh, you know what this team will look like, Michael. Um, physically, they look a lot different than what I thought they would. Even right now, uh, Andy Kettler has been working yeah. with these guys a lot, and and you can tell they just physically look different right now than they did you know, coming into, uh, you know, coming into maybe, you know, say a month or so ago. Now I know some of these guys have just gotten here. So um, that's going to be the first couple months is going to be a, a big change. Um, but, you know, I mean, Jalen Withers looks totally different. Jalen Withers is now bulked up, you know, he's gotten, uh, he, he, he just looks different. And uh, uh, I think you're going to see that with a lot of the guys. Yeah, I agree. And kind of on that, on a similar note, um, I was actually talking to Tay Davis, a Louisville commit, um, last night. I'll have a full report on him here uh, soon here at Cardinal Authority. You know, and I asked him about that. I was like, hey, wh- what are your thoughts on seeing your brother, you know, what, what he looked like physically coming out of high school to what he looks like now? You know, and he was like, man, I thought he was big coming out of high school. But he's an absolute monster now. You know, and I was like, imagine what you're going to look like, you know, you know, 12 months from now. And he said he can't wait. So I, I can't, he, had, he had a great but- visit. What's What's that? By the way, I can't wait to see what Tay Davis looks like once he gets with Andy Kettler either, because yeah. I think he's a guy that has a chance to make a real big movement forward. Hey, now, as far as recruiting goes real quick, and then we're going to get on to football. We have a lot of football to get to. Um, I, I think they're in great shape with Roddy Rice. Um, I, I, you know, I think if I had to, you know, if I had to say right now, I think that Louisville probably leads a little after that visit. I don't think they were ever really – I don't think Louisville was ever really trailing while Virginia Tech might have been, you know, a little buzz and getting some reaction and that thing. I don't know that Louisville has ever really, quote unquote, trailed in the process. I think they probably lead a little bit now. I'm excited to see what he does next and when he does it. I think probably the sooner the better uh, if you're Louisville. Um, and I don't think it's a done deal that they're going to get him, but I think they're in a good spot. And I think they're in a really good spot for Caleb Glenn uh, no. after that visit and the other visits. I do think, you know, Indiana has has tried to put in a ton of work uh, on this one. And, uh, and, and it'll be interesting to see what it does and how the Hoosiers uh, try to move on from here, uh, knowing that Louisville had a really good visit. So all the other guys. Uh, of all the other guys that visited, Dusty Stromer is the one that I'll, I really, really think Louisville's in really good shape for. But he's one that they're going to have to 
you're gonna have to wait for that one. It's gonna be a that I think that's gonna be a process. Um, but wait do you wait to you read my report on him. It'll probably be up tomorrow. I just talked with him uh, this uh, uh, this morning, and man, he is just glowing reviews and so many connections to the Louisville staff. But let's move to football, Michael. Uh, <laughs> football, a great week uh, last week on Friday. Awesome game. Um, I'm excited because they did it um, in a way that I kind of wanted to see them do it. Um, you know, they grounded out and they moved it down the field. And, and it seemed like every time Scott Satterfield dialed something up, it was pretty successful. Even some of the negative plays, um, you could tell one block here or one block there, and, and it would have been big gains for those negative plays too. So uh, offensively, let's just keep the momentum going, keep doing what they were doing. And, uh, you know, hopefully Malik doesn't get cramps or foot issue anymore and, and, yeah. and everything is fine. Um, you know, defensively, they got to get better. And, uh, you know, I know we'll, we'll talk more about Monty Montgomery. We've heard he's hurt. We've, told, we've said that on the board. We don't know uh, the extent of it. And, uh, I mean, I, I would seriously doubt that he would play this week. But, I, but we don't know. I mean, we won't know. And, you know, I guess Brian Brown will be asked probably tonight in the, on, the, on the press conference. But, again, that we've seen this staff, just like almost every other staff in the country, when there are injuries, um, they're very quiet about them because they want that competitive advantage, um, at least if they can get it. And I think it's not like Florida State doesn't know that Monty Montgomery's hurt. It was pretty obvious. You could see it on, on TV. Yeah. So, yeah. so they kind of know, but, uh, but again, that's one that would be a tough one. If you're lo- if you lose him for an extended period of time, because he's just such a playmaker on defense. Yeah. I mean, we've all seen what he can do. So, you know, hoping the best uh, for the news on Monty Montgomery. And, and as Jody mentioned, we'll keep you up to date as well. You know, like you, uh, you know, offensively, I loved how they mixed it up in the last game. Um, I know there were a lot of comp people making comments um, on the message boards in the press box in the stands at Cardinal stadium, basically alluding, look, when you have success passing the ball, look what you can do on the ground, you know? So I love the mix that they did through a, a trick play here, you know, and you, you saw a few more faces um, as well. Uh, it was great seeing Marshawn Ford. Now, you know, he had some allergies that he was dealing with. They were really making him feel kind of under the weather the first two weeks, you know, he had his real first big outing, of the year. So yeah, like you, they, I th- they've got to keep that momentum uh, going offensively. Um, I do expect them to get, obviously get some challenge. I mean, Florida state's up there, their defense, you know, among, not just in the ACC, but nationally in tackles for loss and sacks. Um, you know, so as Scott Satterfield said that, you know, that big number 11 for Georgia, for Florida state, the transfer from Georgia, you know, is probably going to give, you know, he's probably going to get a, a couple of big plays in. Uh, but I like the progress that the offensive line showed uh against UCF they seem like a little bit more confident bunch you know Cole Bentley talked about how they could come out and kind of at times felt like they were just could do whatever they wanted on the field um I don't know if they'll be able to feel that same way against Florida State I mean even though the Knowles are, are looking pretty poor at 0-3 losing all to Jacksonville State we all know the story um you know facing them at home uh when they've got the potential to drop to 0-4 for the first time I think since 1973 um that's never an easy task uh, so I do like Louisville's chances are the slight favorite uh, right now. Last time I looked, you know, either one and a half or two point favorite. Um, and, and I do like Louisville, you know, taking those, those points as well. I mean, it's not really uh, many points to, to take, but 
Um, they've got, they've just got to come down and take care of themselves defensively. Um, you got to play consistent. They they're, they're improving tackle tackling. Um, so, you know, what Jody, one thing I'm curious to see is obviously they've got a former Cardinal and Jordan Travis at quarterback and may see a former Cardinal commitment commitment, Chubba Purdy make his first appearance of the season as well. So a lot of storylines to potentially develop. Yeah. I, I don't know what they'll do at quarterback. I honestly, I'm not think sure they do either. Well, I was going to say, I think that Mike Norvell will probably try to uh, uh, switch things up a little bit, you know, to, to try to get some things going. But, it does, I, you know, I, look, they're, they're both very – they're both capable quarterbacks. I think Chubba's a very good quarterback as well. Um, so they've got talent. They've got people. The craziest thing to me is, if I'm, if I, unless I'm reading their stats wrong, they don't have a wide receiver with over 100 yards on the season. Yeah, so right. that's my thing is keep them in that passing game, keep them at bay, and keep them – you know, from making big, big plays and, uh, and everything will be all right. I'm excited. It's supposed to be mid eighties, like 84 ish down there, uh, in Tallahassee and, um, should be a fun, fun weekend. And hopefully, um, 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 you know, another win for the cards. We'll preview it more, uh, on a podcast on Friday, Michael, and, uh, we'll do more of that. And, uh, and again, not a whole lot of, uh, of other things going on as far as, uh, you know, recruiting is concerned right now, because it is a, a visiting, uh, you know, an away game. So uh, uh, we won't have any, any recruiting updates for actually quite a while because of, we don't have another game to October 9th at home. Um, but again, lots going on on the field. And if they can get to three to one, three and one on the season, that would be, well, actually that would be what I predicted. And that would also <laughs> be a very good, uh, just a really, really good start uh, after what looked like a bad start would be a really good start if they can get to that three and one mark. Absolutely. Um, you know, especially considering after that Ole Miss game, if you would have said Louisville be three and one after that game, I don't think uh, many people would believe you, but you know, don't want to chalk it up. I mean, it's going to be a tough outing. It always is, uh, typically not always. I mean, Louisville's, you know, kind of blew them out last year and Obviously, we know about the 63-point uh, game as well a few years ago, but it's typically a difficult outing when you're playing Florida State, especially in Tallahassee. So Louisville, you know, they, they just got to stay within themselves, stay focused, and and I think they can uh, take care of business down in Florida, down, down in Tallahassee. All right, for Michael McCammon, he is the senior writer and publisher, Jody Demling. We'll see you uh, on Friday on our uh, uh, our game day or our game preview edition of the Cardscast.